Welcome to the Holistically Healthy Podcast, where I, Sedona Treganing, nutritional therapy practitioner and NASM certified trainer, bust health myths and teach you how to become the healthiest, most confident version of you. Hello, and welcome back to the Holistically Healthy Podcast. So today is just going to be me on the episode, but I'm going to be going over five lifestyle changes that you can make for a healthier gut. And make sure that you listen to the entirety of this podcast because number five is going to be probably the most important for you. So with that being said, let's just jump right into it. The first thing that you can start to do to improve your gut health is going to be to wake up and go for a walk. Now, if you work a typical nine to five, I mean, you can wake up at like 6 a.m. I mean, depending on what time of year it is, but the sun should be up by then. You can go for a 30, 45 minute, even an hour long walk and then you're done by 7 a.m. the latest, then you can get ready and go to work. This is a really, really great morning routine. Yeah, you have to go to bed a little bit earlier, but that's okay. You know, being able to wake up and see the sunrise is not just great for your gut, but it's also really, really great for your circadian rhythm, so your sleep-wake cycle, and basically your hormonal health. And so another thing too, when I just talk about hormones is, you know, normally people get up and they drink coffee right away. Well, you definitely don't want to do that. You want your cortisol to be high in the morning without, um, which is our stress hormone cortisol, without having something that takes the replace of cortisol. So that would be like coffee. You don't want to be relying on that. You want to rely on the natural awakening response of your body that happens when you do see the sunrise. And so not only are you going to kind of regulate your stress hormones, But you're also going to allow yourself to get into that rest and digest state right when you wake up because we have the sympathetic system, a nervous system, and we have the parasympathetic state of our nervous system. And so the sympathetic state is the fight or flight state. And that's going to be where we're like pumping out stress hormones, our blood sugar is going to be high, et cetera. Or the parasympathetic is where we're able to actually, of course, rest and digest our food. And walking gets us into that parasympathetic state. So it's really great, too, for those who are constipated because it's also going to increase peristalsis, which is movement in your GI tract. So a big player in constipation is stress, and it also is um, poor movement of the GI tract. So right there, when you wake up and you go for a walk, again, balancing hormones, your stress hormones, and you're also increasing bowel movements and you are getting in that restful state. So definitely make time to do it. If you can't do it right in the morning, though, the next best alternative would be to go for like a 10 minute walk after you eat. So maybe that could be on your lunch break or maybe that could even be after dinner. But trying to go for a walk after a big meal will help with digestion 100%. And also it'll help with your blood sugar, but that's a whole other topic. Okay, so then number two, which is going to be related to waking up, is going to be to drink warm lemon water. Most people, again, will grab coffee or something that's caffeinated and that is fine for some people. But one, a lot of people have diarrhea in the mornings if they're super stressed or if they have a GI issue. So diarrhea means that you're not absorbing the nutrients from your food. And it could even mean that you have like a food intolerance or could just mean that your body's stressed. So when we have coffee, that's going to increase diarrhea. Same thing with caffeine. It's going to make bowel movements passing through us faster. So that's where like lemon water does not have caffeine. So that's going to be a little bit better. Also though, Coffee is very acidic. A lot of times if we have gut irritation, like irritation in our gut lining, coffee is just going to make that worse. Same thing with like tomato sauce or any like acidic foods. 
that's where like coffee might not be the best thing and lemon is a little bit better. Also, lemon is bitter and so that aids in acid secretion. So if you have that warm lemon water right before breakfast, that's going to really help with digestion, especially if you have signs of low stomach acid. And then also warm drinks can help with the the digestion as well. So warm lemon water, 100% awesome. And actually going back to the acid reflux symptoms or the signs of low stomach acid, if you do have those signs, brittle uh, hair and nails, nutrient malabsorption, diarrhea, throwing in a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar from Bragg's, you want to get the one with the mother, then that's even better. So that's awesome too. You can do that. Okay, so now for number three. This one sounds very almost too easy, too good to be true, but it is going to really, really help. And I notice this all the time with myself. If I don't do this, I get very bloated. But this thing is to not rush when you're eating. A couple things here. So let's just actually walk you through a scenario. Back when I was getting really bloated, really gassy, I would literally, I was so busy with work because I had the mentality that work was my life. And since then, I've changed that. But I would make a meal and I would only have like 15 minutes to eat. So it would be in the pan getting heated up. And I would just, as soon as it was done, I would just literally eat it out of the pan standing up. And then I would get so gassy, burpy, bloated. You definitely don't want to do that. Or also people that are, you know, maybe you work in a restaurant or maybe you're like a a single mom or something and you're just always shoving food down. That is probably, it could single-handedly be the reason why you have digestive issues. And that's because you're not going to be producing the enzymes you need to digest your food when you're rushing. And you're going to be swallowing more air, leading to more gas and bloating. And you're also not chewing your food. And digestion starts in your mouth. That's mechanical digestion. And also when you're producing enzymes, that also starts digestion as well. But think about it too. If you're just swallowing these huge chunks of food, your stomach's going to have a harder time digesting. And that could definitely lead to diarrhea. So you want to make sure you're chewing your food into a paste. Try your best to sit down, make time for mealtime, be present with your food. And I know a lot of people, I literally don't have time to do that. Make time because what you're doing is maybe you don't have time because you're prioritizing scrolling on social media or maybe because you are prioritizing making an extra five bucks at work or extra hundred bucks at work. Is that really worth ruining your digestion and making you feel uncomfortable and, and bloated? Probably not. So do your best to make the time to actually chew your food into a paste and be very present with your meals. Another thing that starts digestion is just smelling our food. That's when we actually start like salivating. Like, you know, when you give your dog a bone, they start salivating. That's starting the digestive process. So make sure that you're relaxed and that you're in that rest and digest mode that I was talking about earlier, the parasympathetic state. And another rule of thumb too is like to chew your food into a paste before swallowing. And if you do this, if you are someone that normally stuffs down their food and you sit and you're actually present with your meal for the first time ever, I can guarantee you, you will notice better digestion. Even if it's just a little bit better, you will notice better digestion. So definitely try this. Now, for tip number four is going to be to get quality sleep. Again, this is probably another thing where you're like, okay, super easy. Or, you know, maybe how is that going to help my digestion? I promise you, sleep is so impactful. I mean, we think about it. We spend almost half of our, or really like a third of our day sleeping. And so many of us neglect it. That is where our brain repairs. That is where all of our tissues repair. That is where growth hormone is released. That's where we're able to actually just recover fully. Now, what you want to do is you want to make sure that you're getting at least seven hours of sleep. And when I say seven hours of sleep, that doesn't mean get in bed and wake up so that you get the seven hours, like planning out the times for the seven hours. What that means is give yourself even an extra half hour 
to actually fall asleep because typically it takes people about 20 to 30 minutes to actually fall asleep. And if you're only giving yourself a seven hour window to sleep, you're more likely getting six and a half hours. So really plan for seven and a half, eight hours of sleep. Make sure that you're not viewing blue light like electronics before bed because that will increase cortisol or stress hormone. And make sure that you are like doing something like meditation or reading or just like winding down, maybe talking with your partner at candlelight, doing something like that so that you can get the amount of sleep you need and that it's very restful. Another tip for this too is going to be to make sure that you are going to bed and waking up at the same time every day, at least within like one hour. So you can give yourself a one hour range. For example, maybe my bedtime is typically 9 p.m. Okay, well, I can give myself leeway to either go to bed at 8.30 or 9.30 p.m. Same thing with the wake time. And the reason why this is important, again, is because this is where growth hormone is primarily released. And so that's going to help repair tissues, not even just for our digestive system, but also for our muscle tissue. And the reason why we need to repair gut tissue is because we have food intolerances or we have high omega-6 consumption, which is like the standard American diet where you're eating a lot of inflammatory oils, you're eating like fries, potato chips, etc., or maybe like low quality meats. All these things are going to cause gut inflammation. And we need to make sure that we are repairing that gut tissue every single night. Not only that, but when you think about indirectly how this affects us, a lot of people get digestive issues from binging or overeating, undereating. And sleep will directly impact our hunger hormones. And so when we don't get a lot of sleep, we're going to be more hungry, more irritable, and we're going to be more prone to make bad food decisions. Again, quality sleep, absolutely huge. Make sure you are doing that. And then lastly, number five, which I said is the most important thing, is going to be to get your stress in your control. Now, I know that I had kind of alluded to it earlier with the stress hormones in the morning and making sure you're regulating your hormones. But when we think about it, there are two states that we can be in. We can be in that fight or flight or we can be in that rest and digest. Now, we are always in that fight or flight. We are not digesting our food. Our body is not prioritizing digestion. So... If we work a stressful job, okay, Monday through Friday, we're having issues with digestion. Maybe our motility is slower. Our bowel movements are taking longer to actually get through our digestive system. And that's going to cause food to sit and ferment. And that can cause bacterial overgrowth. Also, stress is going to lower our immune system. So basically lower the amount of good bugs in our gut. And that's, again, where bacteria can overgrow. Stress is also going to be the reason why your stomach acid is low. I mean, there could be a couple other things like poor nutrition, but if we are always stressed, we're not going to be producing the enzymes we need because that goes back to the not rushing your food. So stress, you literally cannot heal your gut if you are always stressed out. And it's one thing if we have acute stress where maybe we just have like one random argument or maybe we get into a car accident, a basic fender bender, that's fine. But we don't want to be always stressed with our partners, like our relationships, with our work, with just our body image those things are going to wreck us. Something that has actually taken every single stressor away in my life is actually just a perspective change. I think, you know, grounding and meditation and journaling and getting good people in my life, all those things have been super great. But I think the most impactful thing for me was really just realizing that stress is an emotion. And so what stresses one person out is not going to stress another person out. And when we think of it that way, it kind of just shows up, wow, we really do have full control of the way we respond to stress in our life. I mean, we have to take accountability for our stress and we have to ask ourselves, why am I getting stressed? 
a good example for me was I was transitioning in my business and I felt really lost and really unmotivated because I didn't know exactly who I wanted to help. And I kind of just felt like scattered and I didn't know what I wanted to do with content, all of that, just a mess. And I think a big stressor for me too, and this is full transparency here, but I've always put a lot of emphasis on money and growth because I wanted people to be proud of me and I felt like I had to prove myself. And then when I realized that I was getting so stressed over the success of my business because my business wasn't growing for a bit, it was actually just staying stagnant, I asked myself, why am I getting stressed? And when I asked myself why I was getting stressed and I felt that emotion, I realized that it was because I was so nervous that I wasn't going to be able to prove myself and that I was rushing things. And in the grand scheme of things, I was creating that stress for myself. And even if I wasn't making nearly as much as I thought I was or I thought I should have been, I'm still okay. I'm able to pay my bills. And I was getting stressed that I wasn't able to progress in life as fast as I wanted to, right? And that's just one example of how I was causing myself stress. I mean, and ever since I relinquished that, I've actually been not stressed and my business has grown. And it's so cool when you let go of those emotions, things just happen. I mean, another example is digestive issues. A lot of people are stressed about their digestive issues, but stress doesn't do anything for our problems. And also when we think about it, we are stuck in the future. We're stuck like, okay, am I never going to feel better? Am I going to be able to eat this at the restaurant? Am I going to be able to do X, Y, and Z? It's always thinking about the future things and it's not thinking about the present because you can totally control the present. You cannot control the future. And another thing too is going to be to just make sure that when you do get stressed and you worry about things is to just take yourself back to the present. And also, again, to really think about why am I getting stressed over this thing? What can I do to change my situation? And how can I just kind of let go and breathe and relax? So I hope that that made sense. And also, I'm fully aware that the example I just gave about my income was a pretty bad example. But that was just something that was recent for me. But it can be applied with any situation. I mean, I've thought about it with like any other situation in my past when I've been stressed out. And I've just been able to kind of understand where I've been stressed and let it go. And that has been the biggest thing in helping in my digestion. Because again, I'm sleeping better. I'm making better food choices. And I'm not stuck in that fight or flight state. Again, the five lifestyle tips that I can recommend for you, go for a walk more, especially after eating. Drink warm lemon water when you wake up and opt for that instead of a high caffeinated drink. Try not to rush when you're eating. Get quality sleep and then also remember that how you perceive stress is in your control. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you guys are able to apply these tips to your life or if you're a coach listening to this, I hope you can use this to help your clients. And if you do use these tips and you notice really great progress with digestion, definitely let me know because I'd love to hear it and leave a review. But that is it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed and I will see you on the next one. Thanks again for listening to the Holistically Healthy Podcast. If you enjoyed, make sure to leave a review as I will be picking one of you to win a free consultation with me every quarter. If you want more information or immediate help, head to www.wholenothingback.net and apply for coaching.